Welcome to the Industry Matters Podcast. Today, we are excited to be talking with Liz Bullier, editor of HME News, about the upcoming HME News Business Summit. Thank you, Liz, so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Mandy. Well, let's dive right in. Uh, The HME Business Summit is scheduled to be held September 15th through the 17th this year. And I'm sure one of the biggest questions on people's minds, if if they don't already know, is Will this summit be held live or virtual this year? And what what does that mean for this year's event? Yeah, it will be virtual. So for those three days, um, we have uh, sessions scheduled as webcasts through GoToWebinar uh, for those three days. So we we are going virtual. Um, We decided pretty early on um, to be virtual with the summit um, this year pretty self-explanatory as, as to why. Um, but, you know, also we decided early because we wanted to give ourselves time, uh, enough time to do it the right way and um, really set it up so it was still a, um, you know, an event that people would um, benefit from. We also wanted our sponsors to get the full value of their commitment as sponsors. Um, we had signed on uh, quite a few sponsors before deciding to go virtual. So we wanted to make sure that, um, you know, that they were on board, which they all were. They all stayed with us. And we've even signed on a few uh, additional sponsors after we made the decision to go virtual. So we have nine sponsors this year. So, you know, on par um, with previous years when we've had face-to-face events. So, I mean, again, just we decided to do to make the decision early so that we could, you know, give us give ourselves time to, to do it the right way. So how are you trying or um, how will you make this event seem as normal as possible, even though it's virtual? I mean, the two big things about the summit every year are the education and the networking. So from an education uh, perspective, uh, I really feel like the the education is in line, if not better uh, than previous years. You know, when I was talking, talking to one uh, provider CEO who comes to the summit pretty regularly and you know he said you know if there's any year that you could really have some top-notch speakers it's this year because you know it's easier to sign on a speaker when you're not asking asking them to uh, get on a plane and book a hotel and do all these things that are associated with an in-person event um you know so we were we were really able to sign on some some great speakers, I mean, CEO of Invicare, you know, top exec at ResMed, CEO of Inogen, um, you know, the CEOs of some of the national HME companies, um, you know, a, a, a doctor in Georgia. So um, we're really able to get some top-notch speakers this year, and we have seven sessions. Um, so that's still, you know, a pretty good um you know, that's still a pretty good program. Typically, we have nine sessions at an in-person event. Um, We'll have seven sessions this year. So from an education perspective, um, you know, I feel like we're definitely delivering uh, and then some this year, even though it's a a virtual um, event. Um, From a networking perspective, I think that's the... um, you know, I think that's what everyone's having um, difficulty with, you know, in terms of moving their events to virtual. Um, we will be setting up a Slack uh, channel for the event, um, or account, excuse me, with channels with each of the sessions and to try to encourage some interactions between 
um, attendees. Um, so we will be doing that. Um, you know, thanks to AccuServe, we do have a virtual happy hour on Wednesday, I believe, um, through Zoom. So that'll be fun. Hopefully, uh, a good way for people to to kick back a little bit. Um, so we're trying, you know, we're we're trying to incorporate a few elements to bring some of that networking um, into the fold with the summit, but it's hard with a virtual event. Absolutely. Yeah. There's always some, the tricks to doing a a virtual event, but it sounds like you have a a good schedule lined out and some good opportunities for attendees. You had mentioned your lineup of speakers and educational tracks. Are there any themes or kind of main discussion points that the summit will focus on this year? Yeah, I think, you know, considering what's going on, uh, you know, with the pandemic, that will be something that will sort of, um, you know, be in the background of all the sessions. But I mean, with, you know, with the summer, we always try to take like a higher level look at not only the HME industry, but also healthcare at large. But with the pandemic, I think that's especially the case this year. Um, I feel like, you know, the pandemic has exposed some major cracks in the healthcare system, but also brought to light um, some opportunities to improve healthcare system. And I think one of those big areas in terms of improving the the system is post-acute care, including HME providers and, and the role that they can play, uh, you know, in the healthcare system at large. Um, you know, and I think a good example of highlighting that in the program is that the panel session that we'll be doing with the CEOs from the national HME companies, and they'll be talking about, um, you know, the rise of post-acute care, uh, you know, amid this pandemic. Um, so I think that, you know, that's certainly a theme that will, uh, that will run throughout the program. Absolutely. And like you said, a very, uh, timely topic, I guess is the best way to say it since it's all absolutely top of mind for us. Yeah. Uh, I think the only, the wild card might be the, you know, around 2021, that was the sort of the unknown as I was putting together this education program, you know, will the bid program go on as scheduled on January 1st? Will CMS decide to pause it? Um, So depending on what happens with that, I guess, in the next several weeks uh, and months, that that will be um, something that might pop up, uh, you know, in the summit as well in terms of some of these panel sessions we're having and um, how people are uh, approaching that. Um, You know, it's because you know, the bid program does have, you know, has a lot of tentacles. So for instance, we have a, you know, panel with some investor types, you know, what happens with that program sort of affects, you know, how they view the industry and and sort of what their predictions are. So that's something that might pop up as well. I mean, if we know anything, we have to be nimble all the time, right? Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Well, so when people sign up, uh, kind of just let's walk through the logistics of what that looks like. Uh, your website, www.hmesummit.com. Do they need to sign up for each educational session separately? Can they sign up for everything at once? What do what do people need to do if they're interested in attending? Yeah, right now the, the registry, we're taking sort of a, a pass approach to the summit. So um, basically at this point, right, the second, you know, you just register, like you said, at hmesummit.com and you sort of, um, you know, pay the registration fee, which is um, $199 and you get a pass to attend, um, you know, any of the sessions. So, um, you know, I'm not 
I don't imagine that everyone's going to attend every single one, but, um, you know, I, I, I feel like there's at least two, three, four, uh, you know, sessions here that people can pick and choose and it, it'll be well worth the investment. Um, so it's like signing up for any other uh, webcast. I'm hoping people are pretty familiar with GoToWebinar at this point. So many people have been doing, you know, webcasts and virtual events, uh, hoping that people are, are pretty comfortable with that uh, platform. And it really will, um, you know, it really will be like sort of a webcast. What are you most excited about for this year's event? I mean, I think in terms of what I hope, um, you know, attendees can expect, you know, what I hope they get out of the, you know, I'm always thinking about this from, you know, the attendee perspective. And I just, you know, like most summits, I hope they get, you know, a lens to view, um, you know, not only their business and the H&E industry, but, you know, healthcare at large, um, you know, and hope they, you know, are able to make a connection they didn't have previously. So those are always sort of my two things that I get excited about and hope that they get out of um, participating in the event. Very good. Anything we're missing, Liz, that people need to know about the event or changes or anything like that? None that I can think of, Mandy. I mean, I guess it's, you know, again, I'm hoping, you know, it's, it's always, I always enjoy meeting people, uh, you know, at the summit, um, seeing familiar faces and new faces, uh, you know, we're, we're up in little office in Maine. So we do a lot of our work on the phone. So outside of, you know, med trade and, you know, the summit, we don't get to see people face to face very often. So from that perspective, I'm, I'm sort of bummed out, but I'm excited, you know, um, you know, that the, the content that we've developed is, is good quality and just happy that we have the technology uh, to be able to pull this off uh, virtually so we can have a summit and not have to skip a year. Absolutely. That's, that is the silver lining where you're able to still hold it and gather people together and provide, you know, just fabulous education to help us through this this time. Exactly. Well, just a reminder again, it's hmesummit.com and the event is September 15th through the 17th. Uh, so go register as soon as you can. And I'm sure that would help Liz out. <laughs> know what that attendance will look like. And thank you again, Liz, for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Mandy. Thank you.